Hello and welcome to The Point. You are here because you understand the value of investing in yourself. You believe in the ability to change, your ability to change, who you want to be and create your own results. You may have seen the episodes leading up to this that were that are being created for the purpose of assisting you in finding new ways to powerfully close out goals for a, for a period of time. In this case, we're using the year and get a head start running into your goals for the next time frame that you're working with, which in this case, we're just using year end of 2023 and all of 2024 as our testing ground for understanding more about about the science of motivation, the stages of change and ways to help you maximize energies like gratitude in a much more powerful way as well work within yourself to find your best answers for what works for you. So you either believe in taking personal ownership or you are seeking and discovering ways to be better, better yourself, win better, or do better. In this podcast, you will see and witness, you're already witnessing an example and you're going to see more examples on what these topics in action look like when doing something new. You're gonna see the behavior of what's happened once you've looked in the rearview mirror and evaluated what's been happening so far. We're talking about planning the action and what it looks like to find help in the form of support and resources. You've just seen the evidence of what a 15-minute session with Joel Weldon can do to benefit your ability to speak. When this podcast was started, it was started with the idea of providing tip of the sword, some direction on content and on current information of what's happening in the processes that we're working on. The authentic part of this for me is that I am stepping up to the plate to, to demonstrate what so many people have been asking me questions about and collaborating with me on, on new ways to do this. So you as a listener or watcher have been integrating some of these thoughts and ideas and then coming back with amazing feedback and stories of what's happening in your lives. And I decided that I'd just put myself on display for exactly that. So here's the story. In my rearview mirror, I was looking at one of the skills that I know I have. I'm, a, I'm very good at doing this, speaking authentically, just getting up and talking to people. I can do a speech or a small group facilitation and wing it with a few bullet points. And I can be very adaptive to different techniques or shortening a story, lengthening a story, or adding additional topics so going deeper or shallower, depending on the time frame given, because many times showing up at events, you're asked to trim down and save them all time. And that's so valuable to the organizers that it benefits everyone. So of course you jump in as a team player. I realize that I am awesome and authentic, vulnerable, sharing a conversation. I've worked very diligently to protect that. And I had been trained under a way of speaking that was avoiding projecting anything of mine onto others, right? So, so not projecting any issue-oriented type of things. And I was accustomed to speaking mostly in scenarios where vulnerability was required to deliver a point. So I learned to speak for, for a lot from the I, self, and statements. And this podcast was really started so that I could begin to narrow the field on the topics of what's happening in, the co in my company and 
start creating some type of a platform of of a standard, a regularity to content and um, what's pertinent happening in that day, week, month. So that's what I've done with this podcast. Well, I may, I looked in the rearview mirror and I realized that as I am doing more keynote speeches and I'm doing more facilitations, it's gaining traction. I was nowhere near the level of professionalism that I wanted to, that I want to be, that I desire to be if I'm going to be paid to come up and do a keynote speech, but to be an absolutely outstanding, to know I'm excellent, to know I've got the skills and the abilities that I'm putting them forward there. I wanted to be better. I wanted to improve. I was going to leave behind in 2023 a sense of professionalism that I wasn't proud of when it comes to public speaking. Now, I can still speak from the first person and share an intimate story on a podcast that might be touching to you, might help you think through something differently. And that's a great skill. But what I was missing was a different idea and understanding of what if there is a way to speak better and use you as the topic. So if you notice, you want to know the difference between 15 minutes with Joel Weldon and not. Go back. You can go back and look at some of the other podcasts and then look at this one and compare. You can compare the difference and you be the judge for yourself on how well I did. I think I was a little clunky in my delivery there at first, but I spoke to you, about you, and directly with you in the first few minutes of this podcast, telling you what you would learn, gain, know, and acknowledging who you are and why you're here. So I intend to become better, right? So this is me wanting to do that. So I, I, once I realized that I had this plan, uh, I needed to plan some action, that I wanted to make a plan of action to make this happen, well, some of the tenets I have, I want leverage where it's the least effort and the most gain. So, and honestly, I was blown away by Joel. When I, when I sat down, he had already looked at my podcast. He had already given me feedback. I was also really proud of myself because I didn't say, oh, well, I do that because, and I, 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 I noticed that I had started to do that when meeting with him. I'm hoping it'd be so beautiful one day if he gives me feedback and tells me what he experienced in our meeting, but I am proud of myself because I quickly shut my mouth and listened to someone I'm asking advice from as an expert, looking to understand more what it would look like to pay him to be my coach or to engage in one of his trainings or programs. Like, well, what's the best next step for me to become a better speaker so that there is no doubt and a ton of evidence that I am a dynamic, flexible, and adaptable speaker that reaches the audience and makes a difference in people's lives, right? That's what I want. So I'm talking to an expert. Best thing is not to bother him with how I got to where I am or why I've done what I've done and just listen. If you too can learn to shut your mouth and listen when it benefits you or anytime that's necessary. I am a verbal processor. I benefit from processing out loud. The point is, every year we're leaving something behind that we don't want if we're being intentional. So there's no reason to think we're ever going to have a year that we're not going to leave something behind and not going to pick up something new. If we're constantly gaining, right, that idea of the 1% change every day, right? If we're making consistent growth and improvement, let's just get used to the idea that we're going to always be looking to leave something behind and pick up something new that's better for us and better for those we love. And maybe at first it doesn't feel better for you. Maybe for you it feels worse at first, but trying it and then experiencing the benefit changes that perspective and those emotions and those feelings and those thoughts.
And if we're being intentional about what feelings and thoughts we're focusing on so that we can maintain that healthy emotional frame and that resourceful emotional frame, then we're, we're way ahead of it. So, all right. So, he, so here's a story. I met with Joel. He had pulled out some of my podcasts and he immediately said, here's how many times you use the word I, here's how many times you use the word everyone. And he, his, his advice to me was, start talking to the audience like you're talking to one person. Well, here we are. And that's what I did. And I shifted into telling a personal story where I started saying, I, my resistance to these things are interesting. So one of the things we've talked about when we're leaving behind something and really looking at what we're doing now versus what we're doing later and how to intensify gratitude as this ninja superpower, it really is. And then really use this, the, the understanding of the stages of change to carefully put ourselves through so that we're, so that we're pushing ourselves in the right direction consistently, right? So it, it, it's funny in the middle of trying something new. One thing I notice is my flow is different and I look, and I literally can lose my train of thought. So guess what that means? That means when you're doing something new, you might not get it right the first time. That's okay. You might even feel embarrassed for a minute and that's okay because there's, there's, there's no shame. When we're trying something new, we might lose our place or do something that is not common to us. And that's kind of what just happened to me. So if, if we reboot for you, what the deliverable is for you today is to have the vulnerable and accountable and, and authentic experience of what it looks like to try something for the first time. This is the first time that I have ever tried to speak using the framework of speaking to an individual and using you. And I, in public, in a, on a video, this is the first time I intentionally shifted my style to make a difference. I'd love to hear how that worked, right? Now, what I had to do to do that, I had a lot of resistance. I like to do things perfect the first time. I've learned starting this podcast, you got to see an experience of just starting. And you've got to see a progression. If you look back and look forward, you'll, you'll see a progression of what it looks like to just start and keep going. And think about the toddler that just keeps getting up and walking. Think about the things in your life you want so bad that you just keep moving. You keep getting up and moving forward towards what you want. Think about those things, and that's what we do. If we don't start, if you don't start, you won't have a baseline. And if you want to be perfect, you're only going to have a higher baseline, and it's going to take longer, and you may never actually do it because you keep waiting. So stop waiting. This is time for you to stop waiting. Whatever you want to see realize in 2024, it's time to put that out there and forward and actually focus our energies and our thoughts and our behaviors. And to do that in, in, the, in the science of change, right? And when we start looking at the stages of change, there's that pre-contemplative where we don't even know it's an issue, right? Then there's that contemplation. You might be in a lot of things you're in contemplation with about 2024. Now is a great time to move the needle. Now is a great time to shift that. We just hit we just hit December and really think about how how am I going to get there faster so that I'm starting now. In 2024, we get to move now from contemplation into planning. Or we can go into that planning stage and we can ask ourselves, what are the few things or many things that you could do right now that would benefit you when you take the bigger actions in January or February? So we get to evaluate that when we plan and when we plan, right? So my plan 
was looking for different speakers. Joel Weldon was is is very involved with Genius Networking and Genius Marketing, and I love marketing, and I I have a great appreciation for that organization. I looked at a few other speaker coaches, one that I coached me before. You can go through and look at any resource you want for that might help you get what you want and how you want to change. You know, another coach I've had and have that I believe in intensely is Joe Madsen with Superhuman. He had a post on LinkedIn today that was blunt and clear and plain as day, and I loved it. If we're driving around in a Benz or a Mercedes or some other great car that we love and we're paying, what, $600 a month, $700, maybe $500, whatever you're paying, $1,200 a month for a car, and you're not investing in yourself, what does that say about where our values are? If we're not investing in ourselves, time, talent, and energy, right? If we're not putting our resources into ourselves to help us get better, you have an opportunity to look at something like that and say, wow, what's my budget? And what part of that has to do with me feeding me emotionally, mentally, physically? What is happening? You probably don't have a problem investing in a course or program external from you to give you something. When are you going to start paying attention to the ROI of your own internal investment of improving your internal resources? Showing up every week on this podcast is an investment in me. Had I not done this 39 weeks ago and started this practice, if I hadn't started, Joel Weldon wouldn't have had the material to help me. And if I had had the hangups about why I was doing things the way I was doing them, I wouldn't have had the openness to listen because I have the overarching goal and because I'm focused on the, the smaller details that I know if I keep performing consistently over and over will help me get there. And there's so there's all these arguments on the ground level that I don't need to be having with myself or with anyone else because the overarching goal is what's driving me, what God put in me, what the spirit, what the universe, however you want to call that, what God put in me is what's most important to me, my relationship to be and do that, which I feel and believe I'm meant to. Everyone, and that means you, have the right to be your own worst enemy and to act that out in any way you want. You have the right, the ability, and probably some skill at being your own worst enemy, and you no longer need to do that. If you're feeling some kind of way about some kind of thing that you keep doing and it has some value and importance to you, you don't have to do that anymore. You may think it needs to take three months to change something. And I might ask why it doesn't have to take three months to change. And you might ask, why can't I do this in 15 days? Why can't I do this now? And I'll, I'm just going to ask you, see, this is me learning to change my language. What could you do now that would help you accomplish that in three months? I could ask you, are you saying it's going to take three to six months or however, whenever the longer time is to make a change in your life out of a resistance to change? Or is that a realistic timeline? And if it's a realistic timeline, what could you do now that would set the stage and make it easier, simpler, and better? I found Joel Weldon and I think it made a difference. I intend, and I'm putting it out there publicly, y'all can all hold me accountable and ask me why I didn't do it if I don't. He's got an amazing program. He's, he's an amazingly giving person. And the people who are highly engaged with uh, Genius Network are 
typically that way. The, the highly successful people in those organizations that I've met are all people who deliver and don't worry about, you know, the rest. Like they just deliver. I think I've delivered so far. I, I tell you what I do think. You got to witness a baseline being created and you got to see me jumble around a little bit and become accustomed to and try for the first time really showing up in a different way that has the opportunity to be more, more powerful and more helpful and more useful to others instead of to myself. Now, that's one of the keys that you may be looking for is how do you put other people first and take care of yourself at the same time? If you value that, it'll be easier to make some decisions to walk through something uncomfortable to have a change in your life. So thank you for being here and listening. Thank you for taking an earnest love in yourself, having a vision and, a, and an understanding and a way to move forward, to having it, for having a desire and sharing that desire and taking a risk and stepping out to look for ways to improve and, and enhance your, your forward movement. Because if you're here, you're doing that. And I'm thankful not to be alone. <laughs> That's what I've been doing that my whole life. And I don't have to be alone when other people are showing up. So thank you for showing up and for being a part of this today and for anything you're involved in moving forward. I appreciate you. Thank you for joining us for another amazing episode of The Point with me, Jeff Spikes. The greatest compliment you could give me is liking, loving, and sharing this episode with all your friends. So please, if you're on Spotify, iHeart, or iTunes, leave a five-star rating and review. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. Make sure to tag me. I love hearing from you, the listeners of this show. The links for all my social and iTunes are in the show notes. Also, if you'd like to engage with me in anything related to my coaching, consulting, speaking, or programs, please visit jeffspikes.com. For everything you would need to know to engage with me offline. And lastly, thank you for your time, your attention, and your consideration. This is The Point.